When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Welcome. Day two did not disappoint. This is the day two USATF championship reaction, instant reactions, whatever you want to call it, show. I'm Gordon Mack. Thanks for listening. Make sure you like and subscribe. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple, make sure you keep listening. We're doing these podcasts after every uh, USA championship. We're going to be doing all, obviously we do it all week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, regularly. We're going to be doing it during Worlds. We're going to be back here in Eugene during Worlds. But enough of that. Let's just get right into it. First of all, Kevin, he is still in the mix zone. I'm in a Airbnb uh, near the track. He's still in the mix zone getting some interviews with uh, semifinals of the 400s, the women's and the men's 400s. Nothing too crazy happened in those events. Uh, but he'll join us probably in like 20, 25 minutes. We'll talk about the Jamaican results. Johan Blake, what the hell? What year is it, 2012? About, about this, 10 years later, he's running – out of his mind like this. We'll talk about that later on in the pod. But first, we got to talk about the man of the meat. He followed up yesterday's crazy 9-8-3 first round with back-to-back 9-7s. Fred Curley, he is the world's favorite. I mean, it just, you, you can't deny it now. You run back-to-back 9-7s in 90 minutes apart, you're the world favorite. So let's talk about how it played out. First, we'll talk about the, the semifinals. Semifinal one was definitely an easier semifinal than semifinal two, because semifinal two, which we'll talk about, had all the big guns. But Fred Curley was in semifinal one, so there still was that. And Eli Hall Thompson and Kyrie King, only ones to come out of semifinal one with Curley running 9-7-6. And when we saw 9-7-6 in the semis, we're like, all right, he runs 9-83 yesterday. He's now running 976 day two in the semis. He may be flirting with a 96 potentially in these finals. Look good, look clean. He just ran her off the track. And then between uh, the semis and the finals, he's walking through the mix zone, all business. I say, hey, what are we going to see in the final? Just completely ignores you and uh, just, just focusing because he wasn't done. The day wasn't over for him, he was all focused going into that final. Meanwhile, in the second heat, we were thinking, okay, now Fred Curley, he's going to run away with this. Like there's no one who's going to be running nine sevens today, except for Curley. But in heat two, we had what? Like three false starts or like step ups. It took four starts for them to get this race together. So you're thinking you're going to get like a nine, nine, but no Trayvon Bromel whose lifetime PB is 976, runs 981. Marvin Bracey runs well in his semifinal. So now you're thinking, uh-oh. You got Curly running 976. You got Bromel running 981. Marvin Bracey running 98. Coleman's running 98. Coleman's PB is 976. Bromel's PB is 976. Fred Curley's PB is now 976. We're going to have an incredible... 100-meter final. Trayvon Bromel asked him after his semifinal, what can we see in the final? And he said, showtime, baby. So he said, said showtime, baby. So I'm like, all right, we're getting showtime. We got Curly, all business. We got Bracey in the mix. Coleman, the defending world champion, is there. Williams, the collegiate, still in the mix. I'm, I'm getting really excited for this final. 90 minutes go by, and then we have the final. And Fred Curley, 
found a way to make 977 disappointing. That's how good he is. He found a way to make 977 a mark that is rarely, I can't say that word correctly, rarely run in the world year in and year out. He made it look like it was, you know, an average performance. He's turning nine sevens into average performances. That's how crazy he's raised his ceiling and his floor. And I was, I mean, I was thinking we were going to get a nine six. Maybe that's why I kind of felt like, oh, we could have had a nine six. But I do think we now are setting ourselves up to potentially get a nine six three weeks from now in the world championships. Curly, after his race, first of all, it took like, 45 minutes for the women's 100-meter champions and the men's 100-meter champions to come through the mix zone. But once Curly came in the mix zone, spent some time talking about uh, what he was doing between the two races, um, how, I mean, how do you put your legs through back-to-back 9.7s? Like, that's not normal. It's not normal to run back-to-back 9.7s. So we're talking a little about how he was able to handle back-to-back incredible performances, trying to ask him a little bit, about, all right, man, like now you're, you're, you're running these back-to-back PBs. What are we going to see in this world championship three weeks from now? Because USA titles are cool and all, but at the end of the day, the last thing people are going to remember is what you do at the global championships. Because remember, Trayvon Bormel, he won USA's last year, but then Fred Curley was the one getting a medal and ultimately Lamont Jacobs winning gold. So these, these victories and these performances are great stepping blocks, but you know Curly, Romel, Gracie, Coleman, they're thinking the last thing that's going to matter really is what happens back in Eugene three weeks from now. So back to Curly, he mentioned we were trying to get, we we're trying to get him to say like, hey man, what are you going to run? Like, you're just like running out of your mind right now. Like what's going to, what's, what's the end goal? And we try to like, you know, is it a world record? Is it an American record? And he would say, it's something special. And so we're like, what is special? Special could be anything. That could be an order at a restaurant. I'll have the special. But what is the special in Fred Curley's eyes? And we try to get his, we try to like say, is, is a special American record? Is a special world record? I think it's an American record. I think it's just a record in general, whether it's a world or American. I do think he is eyeing three weeks from now to run in the nine sixes which is going to be incredible. Again, it's crazy. Fred Curley was running the 400 like pre-pandemic. And now he is the best 100-meter runner in the world. And Bromel ran well. He didn't run as well in the final. Bromel, post-race, was saying he thought he could run 9.6. He thinks he's capable of 9.6, which is great because I'll push Curley to go towards the 9.6. Gracie ran incredible, got second in the race. After last year where he didn't even you know, wasn't able to complete the final at USA trials because of the injury comes back, runs nine, eight, looking good. We have a really good team. You got Curly, you got Bromel, you got Bracey, and then you got Coleman who has the bye. Coleman chose not to run the final, which I kind of understand. I mean, he ran nine, eight, got third in his heat behind Bracey and Bromel. You know, he wasn't going to beat Curly. So what are you really going to get from, you know, finishing top four in this U.S. final? So as much as it would have been great to see Cur- uh, Coleman run against Curly Bromel, we're going to have to wait, you know, three weeks before we actually see the potential of peak Coleman. Um, but outside of that, we, it would have been great to have Coleman there. But outside of that, it was an incredible final. Again, Curly is raising his floor, raising his ceiling turning nine sevens into normalcy because you're doing it back-to-back in 90-minute span. And I can't wait to see what they do. And then now this. Well, maybe I'll talk about it. I'm going to save it because I'm going to talk about what the U.S. 4x1 scene is going to be like because we try to get a little info from Marvin about what he thinks about the 4x1. He said, what are you going to do differently? He's like, we're going to practice, which I'll talk about later in the pod. Uh, Eli Hall, big shout-out to him. For those who don't know, Eli Hall, Houston alum. Basically ran majority of his career with Cameron Burrell. As you know, Cameron Burrell uh, passed away, I think maybe over a year ago now. 
really hit Elijah Hall hard. And Hall found a way to have an incredible season. PBs runs 990 in the U.S. final, gets fifth, which is enough for him to be in the relay pool. So it's a pretty cool story for Elijah Hall um, to, you know, overcome what I can imagine is probably the hardest and craziest thing to deal with, losing one of your best friends. And he's able to put that all together into a 990 and make the, the relay pool and represent Team USA. So that's the men's 100. Incredible. I'll talk when Kevin gets here. I'll ask him his take of what he thinks we're going to see. But I think the pecking order now is Curly 1. Then there's a gap. And then I would say Romel and Coleman Bracey are kind of like together. But we might have some Jamaicans enter the chat because we'll talk about that. The Jamaicans ran pretty well out in Kingston. All right, moving on. Let's talk about the women's 100. Obviously, yesterday, crazy day with the favorite, Shakari Richardson, not getting into the semifinals. Um, everyone was talking about that. But at the same time, you know, there were still 16 talented women who made it to the semis. who were going to duke it out for three spots. And we had pretty incredible um, first round in the semifinals. Aaliyah Hobbs, Melissa Jefferson run 10-8. Tamara Clark runs 10-8. Tunisha Terry in the other heat runs 10-8. So we had four women running 10-8. It was so fast that two women broke 11 seconds. Tiana Daniels, who makes every team, not this year, and Kayla White, who's a great runner, both ran sub-11 and did not make the final. Tiana Daniels runs 10-96, doesn't make the final. Kayla White runs 10-99. Jenna Prandini, who's an Olympian in the 100, runs 11 flat, doesn't make the final. So it was quick. It was hard to make this final. So all eight women who were there deserve to be on that starting line in the final. Aaliyah Hobbs, going into this final, was the favorite. She had the fastest time in the semi, runs 10.81. Melissa Jefferson, we're thinking like, oh, whoa, okay. Are you going to do this back-to-back and maybe make a team? The Coastal Carolina woman who won the indoor 60 but then was a no-show at the outs- NCAA Outdoors? We'll wait and see. Women's 100-meter final goes through. And oh my goodness, Melissa Jefferson, who I don't want to say, I mean, I'm, I did say she was my sleeper. I didn't pick her to make the team, but I said, Melissa Jefferson surprised everyone NCAA indoors. No one saw her winning NCAA indoors. Then she kind of just had like an average outdoor season. So I was thinking maybe she'll, she's just skipping outdoor, outdoor NCAAs and she's going to come back with a second surprise at USA's. I thought her surprise might be a third place or fourth place finish. But she runs 10.69. Wins the whole damn thing. Beats Leah Hobbs, who was the favorite here. Beats Tunisha Terry, who ran 10.7. Three women ran 10.7. And Melissa Jefferson was like, 10 sevens is cool. I'm on 10.69. Again, 2.9 win, so it's not a win legal mark, but 10.69 is 10.69. Melissa Jefferson. Whew. I mean, Coastal Carolina. If someone said Melissa Jefferson, if someone pointed to Melissa Jefferson's like TFERF's page, Coastal Carolina, back in October of 2021, be like, that's your future U.S. champion. I think we all would be like, you're crazy, man. What are you doing? You're, that, that, that's not happening. But it happened. And I do remember interviewing Melissa Jefferson's coach after NCAA indoors. Um, and I remember asking after he, she surprised everyone on NCAA indoors, I was like, what can we expect from Melissa Jefferson next? Like what? Because she had yet to break 11 seconds in 100. So she wasn't like, coming off an incredible 100-meter season previous year. And I asked the coach, and the coach said, in Birmingham, back in March, you're just going to have to wait and see. I'm, I'm, par- I'm paraphrasing, of course. And he was like, he, he was, he was like I'm gonna, she's going to surprise you. And the coach was right. She surprised the hell out of everyone here. Running 10.69. You know, didn't have... The best start, she was in fifth place after 30 meters. She was in third place after 60 meters. And then she just was able to close really well, wins it, B 
beats Aaliyah Hobbs handedly. Man, Melissa Jefferson, Coastal Carolina, stand up. Who had, I mean, 1069, that's like Jamaican territory. I mean, let's just say it. 1069 is what the Jamaicans are running. And Melissa Jefferson from Coastal Carolina, whew, looking good. Aaliyah Hobbs, still ran, I mean, even second and third. Tonisha Terry, Aaliyah Hobbs, that's no joke. 10 sevens are no joke, getting second and third. That could win any national championship outside of Jamaica any given year. Tamari Davis, a good fourth place finish. You look at this, that's a great four by one. Jefferson Hobbs, Terry Davis. I'll take it. We'll talk a little bit about how that four by one will do against USA, USA versus Jamaican women. Probably, you know, their ceiling might be silver, but you know, anything can happen. Melissa Jefferson, 1069, incredible. What a day for the women's sprints. What a day for the men's sprints. Um, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be hard to project how Melissa is gonna do at you at Worlds. Because obviously she didn't do well at NCAA Outdoors, does amazing here at USA's. Will she have, you know, a good day at Worlds or will she have like a bad day? And you're, she's so new to this. Like it's kind of ridiculous for us to expect her to go toe to toe with Elaine Thompson Raw with Shelly and Fraser Price. Like that if she does like that's kind of, but you know, she did go toe to toe with Hobbs and Terry, and that worked out. So I think it's gonna be interesting to see if she's able to be a ten sixty nine type woman at Worlds three weeks from now. She's had a long season. Again, she was running NCA indoors and all that stuff. So I'm excited to see what type of Jefferson we get three weeks from now. Hobbs, I think, is gonna be consistent. Terry's gonna be consistent. I do think we probably will get two two women into the world final. I'm guessing. Two of these three, I think, will make the world final. And if you make the final, you have a, a shooter's chance at, at meddling. So looking at our picks, uh, I only got one of my picks right. I got Hobbs. Um, I had Brittany Brown making it, but Kevin got Hobbs and Terry correct. But I did have Jefferson as my sleeper. So get a little credit picking Jefferson as a sleeper. So that's the women's 100. Um, other finals let's talk a little bit about some like field event finals and then we'll get into the jamaican results field event finals will just go down in order start with the men's long jump see this is where it gets weird rayvon gray stefan mccarter jamiah davis they go one two three but marquis dendy who finished 10th and matthew bowling who finished 12th they have the world standard so the question is, will world ranking of Gray, McCarter, or Davis, or Williams, or any of these men who beat Dendy and Bowling be high enough for them to be selected over Bowling and uh, Dendy? So what I'm doing here is I'm bringing up the world rankings to see if McCarter anyone else are giving me the world rankings quota and if i look at this it looks like stefan mccarter and javon harrison have a world ranking that is good enough so i have a feeling what's going to happen here is stefan mccarter who got second will make the team marquise dendy who got 10th will make the team and then javon harrison who finished 11th will make the team again this could change. Someone could move up. Like Rayvon Gray, his ranking could go up. I don't know. We're going to have to wait and see how the rankings play out. But there's a chance that um, Marquise Dendy still makes the team, even though he finished 10th. But we have to see what the final rankings reveal two days from now. But that was kind of a weird result. Uh, women's pole vault, Sandy Morris, run, uh, not runs, uh, vaults a world lead. Um, pretty impressive for her. Uh, Alina McDonald does not have the standard. She finished second. Katie Nagot finished third. Um, but yeah, pretty impressive there for Sandy Morris. 482 world lead. Women's high jump. Remember, women's high jump was really controversial with uh, Anika McPherson not making the team. I thought she should have. It's a whole thing. It was, it, was, it, was, it was just too much for me to handle. Um, 
Bastard Cunningham is the only one with the standard. She obviously won and is going to go. The question is, will Rachel McCoy or Jelena Rowe go? Rachel McCoy likely will go. She finished third and is in world rankings. And Jelena Rowe probably will go, even though she finished eighth. Again, these field event things, it's so weird. World rankings, and standards, not standards. It's ruining our sport. Uh, let's talk a little about women's discus throw. Uh, Valerie Allman wins. Everyone saw that coming. Uh, and basically our top three all have the standards. So that makes sense. Allman, Collins, Dinkoff all go into the team. And maybe Fraley, who finished fourth because there's a bye. Let's talk a little bit about the bench shot put, though. Men's shot put. Ryan Krauser, 23-12, world lead, season's best, did it in his third throw. He actually had three throws over 23 meters, including a fourth throw that was 22-98. Joe Kovacs had two throws, 22-8, but was never going towards the 23 mark. Ryan Krauser, he's the king of the shot. Can't believe he lost world indoors. Doesn't make sense, but crazy things happen. He wins. Everyone's all coming. Joe Kovacs, second. Josh Awutunde takes third. And I think Trip Pippery, who finished fourth, should go. Because I think either Krauser or Kovacs have, have the uh, the bye. So four, four shot putters should be going here in the men's shot. All right. Let's go back to some of the remaining uh, running events. Women's 100 hurdles. I'm not going to talk about it. It's the first round. We'll wait to the semis and the finals. When that goes down, nothing too crazy there. Uh, same with men's 400 hurdles. Ry Benjamin did say to us in the mix zone that he didn't train for two to three weeks because uh, of COVID. And that's kind of why we haven't seen a crazy Ry Benjamin of late. Asked him a little bit about what it's like, his reaction to Carson Warholm, who obviously we know has the hamstring injury, his main competition. Uh, he didn't like it. I mean, as a competitor, you, you want to beat the best. You don't want the best to all just, you know, get taken out by injury like the Toronto Raptors had against Golden State in 2019. I'm not bitter, but, you know, uh, sorry, NBA talk. Uh, but, yeah, Ryan Benjamin looked good. Everyone kind of went through as expected. Uh, women's 400-meter hurdles, Sydney. Oh, Sydney McLaughlin. She is out there running 52 nines. In semifinals, she's not trying. She's running 52.9. This should not be allowed. You should not be allowed to be this fast. You should not be allowed to be this great. I mean, you should because it's great to watch. But Sydney McLaughlin, 52.9, killing it. She, we asked her post-race, uh, like, where are we going to get in this final? Are you going to let it, let it all loose? And she said, yeah. So we might get potentially a flirtation with the world record. In the 400 hurdle final. Ah, man. Sydney McLaughlin, another world record back to back years. 52 9 in the, in the semis. Sydney, so good. It's just like you look at the, the qualifying times for the hurdles, and Sydney's running 52 9, and then the next best is running 55. We're talking over two seconds difference. That is so much in a 400 hurdle. That's like forever in a 400. Two seconds? Sydney McLaughlin. Can't wait to see what she does in the final. It's her versus the clock. No Dilo Muhammad, but Sydney can, can hold her own and entertain us, which is her tremendous uh, talent. What's kind of cool, uh, Ashley Spencer. Got to give a big shout out to Ashley Spencer. She's the third qualifier. She hasn't been having that great of a regular season. She's always been that potential third, fourth spot battling with Shamir Little throughout the years. And for her to make the final, I was overheard her kind of like getting really emotional with one of the other interviews and talking about like, you know, based on her, her season to come out and have a final, have a chance to make the team. Uh, it just, she was overjoyed, getting really emotional. It's pretty cool. That's what it's about. It's about seeing these athletes who are the greatest in the world, put in all that incredible work and to, even someone like Ashley Spencer, who's been in the game for so long, to still at this age be like emotionally invested, it's pretty cool. So big shout out to Ashley Spencer. See if she can uh, 
finished top three. I mean, looking pretty good. I got Sydney obviously one. Britton Wilson should probably be in there. And then third spot's going to be up in the air between Spencer, Russell, Cockrell, Little. We'll see. Um, keep on going. Men's 800. Again, we're saving the Jamaica talk for later. I told, I promised Kevin when he gets to the pod, we'll give his take on Johan Blake and the rest. Uh, men's 800. No, this kind of like for, everyone made it, right? The real, there was only really one story here. Um, I guess there was two. Story number one, would Cade Flat, the high schooler, make a final? He came oh so close, was ninth, missed out by .07 um, by Baylor Franklin, who goes to Ole Miss, which is where Cade Flat's going. Uh, Cade learned a lot. He's still a kid. He's going to be fine. I'm excited to see what Cade Flat does at the NCAA level next year. Um, Isaiah Jewett did not qualify. He fell. I don't think he would have qualified even if he didn't fell, but he was one of the notable potential top three guys. Made the team last year. He finished 13th. Um, but yeah, it was pretty much chalk. Brandon Miller, Hopple, Murphy, Kidder, Harris, Sawinski. I think everyone wants Sawinski to make the team. I mean, come on. How great would it be if Sawinski made the team? So we'll see. Uh, women's 800. Thing Mo running 157s in prelims like a total normal person would. Incredible. Um, wins it pretty easily, obviously easily, over Sage Herda, who had another incredible performance, 158-3. Got to love Sage Herda. Um, she has a mountain of a challenge because Ajay Wilson, Raven Rogers, and Athing Mo are really hard to beat. The odds of beating any of those three is is – I, don't, I just don't think it's possible. But Sage Herda is running 158 threes. I didn't think it happened, but Raven Rogers looked fine. Um, Ajay Wilson looked amazing. Chrissy Shawfield, the NSA champ, looked good in that first heat. But uh, that race is we, we think we're going to get our big three Wilson, Raven, and uh, Mo. The question is will Mo bring the house down with the incredible 155, 154? I don't know. All right. Keep on going down the list. Women's 400. Allison Felix just makes it by the by a hair. She closed pretty hard. She was in she was in eighth place, last place uh, through 200 meters. Was able to make up four spots. Finishes fourth in her heat. Gets in on a time qualifier. Um, man, if Allison Felix finds a way. To just come off of this, you know, crazy career and end it with a top three finish here at USA's, that would be pretty incredible. Again, all she did, she made the finals, so she's gonna be guaranteed a spot in either the main four by one real, the four by four relay, or the mixed gendered four by four relay. Um, Allison Felix, fifty one thirty two, gets through. All the college kids go do well. Kennedy Simons there, Talitha Diggs. Um, they do well, and then you know names like Kendall Ellis, Irby, Jonathan, Whitney. They get through, but no one's really doing anything crazy. I mean, they all ran fifty-one seconds. Diggs runs fifty-eight, fifty-point-eight. Nothing's really like again. The four hundred is just a wide-open event. No one is really dominant. There's not like four to five women who are all flirting with forty-nine second marks. Like really, it's just digs, <laughs> and she's just she's in college. I'm waiting for the Ellis's and the Herbies and the Waddle Jonathan's to step up and bring in what they can do, which is run 49 seconds. Um, we'll have to wait and see. But Allison Felix making a final, prolonging her career one more lap at a time. That was a really lame uh, pun. It was lame. I apologize, chat. I apologize. Chat, thanks for tuning into this. I know it's late up there on the East Coast. It's midnight 30 over there on the East Coast, 930 here, Central, so uh, West Coast. So I appreciate you guys listening. Men's 400. Michael Norman gets through. Randolph Ross gets through. Godwin gets through. Allison gets through. Everyone gets through. That should get through. Nothing crazy there. Um, it's going to be kind of a... A Norman versus Ross battle. We saw them in Heat One. They kind of cruise to you know a one-two finish. Will Ross, the collegiate, take down Norman? We'll have to wait and see. 
Um, but all the big guns got through there in the men's 400. So that's USA's. We got to talk about Jamaica, though. And I promise Kevin, when he comes in, we can talk about it. But it's, it's been, what, 32 minutes, and he's not here. Door's open. It's right behind me. I don't know what he's doing. Who's he interviewing right now? Is he interviewing? Like, what interview is going too long that he can't join this, uh, this podcast? So I want to listen to a little bit of the chat. Chat, what do you guys got to say? Let's uh, let me cue you guys with the question before we talk about Jamaica. All right, let's start this one. We just had the sprints go down, 100. We got Jefferson winning, Hurley winning. What do we think is going to happen in these 200s? First round's tomorrow. Will we see Shakari? Will Abby and Gabby live up to the hype? Will Knighton show up, do something crazy? What are you guys' thoughts on the 200? And what do you think we're going to see? Any bold predictions? Any bold predictions in the chat? What do you think is going to happen in the 200, either tomorrow or ultimately in the final? See, uh, see, Bobby Jones said, Knighton said, it's no pressure on him. He's still a kid. The pressure's on Lyles. I agree. I do think the pressure is on Lyles. Uh, I think Knighton will win. Jumpy ball. So I'm picking Abby Steiner. Mr. Campbell says I'm concerned with Abby for some reason. I am kind of too. We 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 her pulling out of NYC Grand Prix is kind of like, ooh, why would you it just gets you a little nervous. Especially after Abby's coming off her NCA twenty one eight. Uh yeah, people someone's saying Gabby is hurt. Uh Shawnee beats anyone in the US has to offer from any discipline. The chat's going so fast. Any slow down the chat. Oh man. Sage Gabriel says Shakari will redeem herself and get a 200 spot. That would be incredible. Love to see it. Uh, Loki Bro 82, Curly 1939. Okay, I think that's a typo, but you know, why not? I mean, Curly's doing Curly things. Who says no? Who says no to 1939? Uh, Abigail Cameron says, I think Lyles is running 19.4 for the finals. 19.4 would be crazy. Mismatch, Javi said, Noah, Knight, and Benaric as your top three. Yeah, Benaric looked pretty good. I mean, Benaric running sub-10 multiple times after his regular season, it kind of reminds me of what Abby Steiner did at NCAAs. Abby finished third in the NCAA 100, and then we knew, I just knew that was going to translate to an incredible 200. I think Benaric running back-to-back sub-10s is going to translate to him being into the 19 19.7 range in the 200, which is going to kind of shake it up because obviously we have Knight and we got Curly, you got Lyles, you got everyone. So, Benaric, I think, is looking good now based on seeing this 100. Um, someone says she carries not making the 200 team. Uh, Mr. Campbell said Coleman is running 200. Yeah, coach said Coleman's running 200. As far as you running it all the way through, let's wait and see. But yeah, Coleman is running the 200. Um, that's what we're going to see. Uh-oh. Look who decided to show up to the podcast. Who are you interviewing that took so long? Everybody. Everybody? Okay. You ready for the Jamaica recap? Yes. So I had the chat wants me to talk about Jamaica. I had to wait until you got here. I was actually in Jamaica. You were in Jamaica? You got, you, you're reporting? Okay. What's, what's up, Colt? I can't hear him. You can't hear him. I can hear him. What's up, chat? What do people want to know? They, we need to talk. I haven't mentioned anything All right. about Jamaica. I'm going to go in order. Let's start first. Okay. Johan Blake, 985. Are you kidding me? Johan Blake, 985. He hasn't run that fast in 10 years. Guys, 10 years. Gordon and I were watching a meet. We're at a track meet. This result comes across Twitter when we're looking at our computers. And I'm flummoxed. I'm speechless like I am now. 985, Johan Blake. The second thing Gordon does then, because we have the Akeem Blake, Oblique Seville bet, he tries to say, no, Johan Blake counts. And he I does. said, no, he doesn't. Speaking of Oblique Seville, runner-up, solid finish, great run for him. Your guy, Akeem Blake, gets through. But the story is Johan Blake. Wind legal, 985. Again, he hasn't done that in 10 years. 
What were you doing 10 years ago? Ten, the same thing. I was at Hayward Field at the Olympic trials then, but 10 years. You didn't have any children. I had zero kids. I had zero <laughs> idea what stress was like in someone's life. The Sixers had the same amount of championships as okay. they do now. But my point is, is this legit? Like 90, we're getting excited about the US well, guys running high nine sevens into low nine eights. Johan Blake just ran 985. I think it's legit because if you look at the semis, he was running well in the semis as well. So this this wasn't a flash in the pan performance. I think it's legit, but I I just think the Americans are more legit. <laughs> if that's a thing. I, I think Johan Blake, his ceiling is third. Which is impressive because I do th- I think we're at worlds. We're yeah, gonna, yeah. I think I think Curly's gonna run like crazy. I think Bormel's gonna push him. I think we're gonna see two guys running the nine sixes. Yeah. Maybe low nine sevens. I think Blake's best day is getting third, running nine like eighty two. Which before today would not been on anyone's you, mind. You could have got good odds on that. I like, would really yeah. really amazing odds. I should have took it. Ten years, guys. Ten years has been. I mean, it's just it's insane. Okay. Second thing I want to talk about, women's 100. Women's 100. Let's pull up the women's 100 results if we can here. Sharika Jackson gets the win, right? Uh, Kemba Nelson, surprise in second. And then Elaine Thompson, hurrah, gets third. Now everybody says, don't panic about Elaine Thompson, hurrah. Same thing happened last year. She's going to come on late. And then now you look at her earlier season results in a little bit of a different light. Hey, why were we so sure about Elaine Thompson, hurrah, early in the season? Well, we were sure about her because of last season, not necessarily this season. So I'm not panicking about Elaine Thompson, hurrah. I'm not worried about Elaine Thompson, hurrah. I think she's going to be fine. This is a big race for Shrika Jackson, 1077, right? That's fast. The thing I want to talk about, though, as well, was it the semis? Yes. the semis. Semis. We have a video here. All right, we have this video. Shelly Fraser-Price is in the semis. She's wearing a T-shirt. I think she's wearing spikes. She might as well be wearing sneakers. (laughs) She just starts and then stops. And listen, I am not upset at Shelly and Fraser Price for doing this. She doesn't need to run because she has the buy. I'm upset that we're still playing these games. If they have the buy and they don't want to run, don't make them run. This looks so silly for the sport of track and field as a whole. And this is so hard to explain to somebody if they don't know anything about track and field, why this is a thing that's happening at the national championship. Why does she have to start the race? Why does she have to even be in the meet in the first place if we're just going to let them in? Either we have wild cards and we have waivers or we don't. National federations, I get it. They want to see their stars there. But I think this is worse than not having her run. Again, this is not a critique. I want to be clear. Chat, everybody listen later. It's not a critique of Shelly and Fraser uh, Price. I'm going to clip it right before you say it's not a critique <laughs> so people attack you. I bet you would. Okay. It's it's just why are we doing this to ourselves as a sport? Like why is this a thing that happens? I don't get it. I, do you, are you with me? Let's just get rid of this whole waiver thing. Let them run if they want to run. If they don't, they don't have to. I said it yesterday with Muhammad. I'm saying it again right now. Yeah, no, I agree. I think the whole idea though is federations need to know if we are sending a person who exists. Okay, there is clear. And undisputed evidence that Shelly and Fraser Price both exist in 2022 and is fast. Send her, print out, <laughs> fax, copy, whatever you need to do. Her results. You don't. You shouldn't need to show up to show that. Yeah, but like, what if she had last race was what if what if Shelly Ann's most recent race was in March, and she ran 11:3. She's got a buy. They're not going to use the buy. They're going to give it to somebody else. Okay. Well, what 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 I mean? Would you rather have four people go or three people go? Well, can no. Oh, here's a question: Can you use the buy? Like, can World Athletics? Does do you get to prove to World Athletics that you're fit? No, you don't. No, no, no. World so if you have like a broken leg, you're allowed to stand on the track World, if you have a buy. World Athletics has a certificate, a golden ticket for Shelly and Fraser Price. Yes, that's redeemable. No matter what. World. Yes, exactly. It's, Even if she had a broken leg. It's the national champion. There's the national federations that want okay. them to run. And I get I understand why they want that. However, it's very clear that the incentives aren't there to do it. So then you end up with situations like this. Again, I'll go back. You and I, in the mix zone, U.S. championships, watching this, we see DNF. You freak out. I'm like, there's got to be more to the story. Yeah. 
And then I saw it and just got angry that this is a thing that happens in track and field at the highest level. Now, some people say, hey, just run the race. Just run the race. It's your national championship. That's, you know, go and go and do it. But again, the incentive structure is not there to do it. So you have this situation. She warms up. She gets in the blocks. I guess false starting didn't count or she didn't want a false start on her record. So she just stops. And that's what we have. And it just looks silly. I just think it just looks silly for the sport as a whole. Just get rid of it. No waivers. They're not going to show up to do it to their national championships. That's fine. She's got to show up in the 200, right? If she yeah. wants to run the 200. Lane Thompson Ra still had to show up. I don't get it, man. Okay. Are you, the chat with me? Where's the chat at? I need to pull the chat open here. Chat's always with you. Chat okay. is very pro Against, Kevin. Thank it's you. Very anti. Shout out to the chat. I'm trying my best. All right. So here's my question. Yeah. There's two two parts. Actually, it's like four parts, but we're going to start with part one. Yeah. Of the four parts. Yeah. Can you handle that? Part one. What is your hierarchy in the women's hundred world? Fraser Price one. Lane Thompson, hurrah, two. Sharika Jackson, three. How deep do you want me to go? Five deep. Oh, I missed that part of the question. My Five apologies. deep. Or 40. Go 40. 40. Who's fourth? Um, so you're really going Jamaica, one, two, three? I've had, look at my rankings, Gordon. It's been a different order, but I've had Jamaica, one, two, three the whole way because I always believed on uh, in Sharika Jackson. Um, four. I'm mean, uh, blanking. I mean, would it be Asher Smith? Would it be one of the Americans? Hobbs. Okay, here's the question. So you said one, two, three, Jamaica, Jamaica, right? Yeah. Could it be one, two, three, four, Jamaica? Kevin Nelson? Yeah. Because Kevin Nelson beat Melissa Jefferson in NCAAs. Mm, A little NCAAs. If uh, Kevin Nelson's winning that race and Melissa Jefferson is the U.S. champ. Yeah. Transitive property. Yeah. That, I mean, that would be incredible Yeah, if they went one, two, three, four. Right. That's not happening, but it would be incredible. Yeah. I think we should talk more about Oblique Seville, though. Okay. And how I'm going to Jamaica, guys. Okay. Hold on. We're not, we're just, so, you, so you're going with – wait. What was your order of your Jamaicans again? Shelly Ann, Elaine, Shelly, Elaine, Sharika. Yeah. I'm going Shelly Ann, Sharika, Elaine. All right. So Patrick says, if you have the buy, the national organization should require you to finish in the top four to be on the relay teams. Ooh. Okay. Well, that's fine. But if you want to have it, then make yeah, yeah. the rule clear and then do it. But as it stands right now, this, you need to start the race or you need to, you need to run unless you have a waiver. Just that stuff. You can just drive a truck through that. Like everybody's gonna be able to find exceptions. And then you have a situation where she starts and shouldn't finish. And I think it looks silly. Right, it's time for part two of my question. Yeah. What is your pecking order right now? Top four in the men's hundred. Men's hundred right now. Wow. Seville. Seville's not one. Shut up. Come on. I mean, one is curly. That's not, that's obvious. One. One I is one hundred percent curly. Yeah, we got to go curly. Okay, then who's two? Man, this is tough. Okay, so one curly, two. I think it's Bromel. Bromel or Bracy. I mean, what do we know about Jacobs? He's running. I don't think he's so. running in Rieti. I don't know. I I I'd pass. I you can't know. pass. This is a, this I'm is a, this a four part question. You gotta give it to me. All right. Four. My top four right now. Should I go? Should I tell you mine? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to tell you it's wrong. I'm going Curly. Yeah. I'm going Bromel. I'm going Coleman. I'm going Blake. Which Blake? Johan. You have Coleman ahead of Bracy. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's my four right so now. Not Johan. No, Johan Blake is four. Okay. All right. Curly, Curly, Bromel, Coleman, yeah. Johan Blake. So you're talking about the rankings right now, not the prediction. All right. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, just like my. Cur- pecking, my I mean, it's going to change as we go along, right? Because they're going to run again. Yeah. Blake. Yeah. So I'd probably go Curly, Bromel, Bracy. Curly, Bromel, and then Blake. So we're both disrespecting Bracy, even though he just beat Bromel. No, I picked him. Well, that's wasn't it really close. Yeah, it was close. It was but I think close. you know. I mean, you run that. You run that race. We're giving Bromel a little more credit because of his history. All right. Yeah. So, all right, that's part two. Part three of How my four parts. parts There's four parts, guys. We did the pod so long last night that every restaurant serving food in Eugene was closed. And yes. it looks like we're gonna do that same thing again. Today. Yeah, it's gonna be bad. It's gonna be worse. All right. Part three, four by ones. Let's talk about the women. Jamaica women are gonna win, obviously. True, yes. How good do you think the U.S. women will be? Well, if they get the stick around and it's clean, they'll get second. Second? Yeah. Do you like the team that they have? Yeah, that's fine. I mean, it's it's 
Let's see. So you have. Is there concern at all that like Melissa Jefferson and experience? Will no, no. I mean, listen, this stuff's such a crapshoot for the U.S. Okay. as is. I mean, Jefferson, Hobbs, Terry. I, I mean, I do think it's Jefferson in college this year ran some four by ones. Terry obviously yeah. ran a ton of high pressure four by ones for USC. USC. Hobbs did the same thing for LSU. But you could say all all the the men have all this experience and that issue stops. But you know, they need something bad to happen with Jamaica's like a baton mishap or some issue for Jamaica to beat them. And as long as they're clean though, they will get second. All right, fine. You ready for the final part? Final part of my question? Sure, sure. What okay. Will USA win on the men's side? Will Jamaica give them a challenge? And if you were the coach, what would be your order for your men? Okay. For the USA. So these lots multi- of part. Yeah. This, this is every question. This is for a for B and for C. I walked in this door and I just get peppered with questions. I feel like I'm in the mix. Do you think to, to, to Jamaica? I'm not going to ever say they have three guys now yeah. running nine eights. Yeah. Which is and a nine, nine, right. two nine eights and one nine, nine, which is fast enough to win. We that's, saw that last year. with Yeah. Italy. Yeah. So Jamaica is a factor now. They, I mean, I, what, they weren't two months ago. Would the U.S. be considered the favorite right now? Well, yeah, they'd have they to have be. And to. then you, you factor in history, though. What and then is they're it? not. It's a coin flip? Coin flip? 50-50? Do you think we're going to get a good USA team? The stick team? around? Well, well yeah, we're going to get a great USA team. It's just a matter of going to get the stick around. That's are literally they... the only thing that happens. You're asking me if the U.S. is going to get the stick around? I have no clue. Nobody has any clue I just want to know. if that's going to happen. But if they get it around, they'll be fine. I guess they got it around last time, but they had so much of an issue on one of the exchanges that it was way too slow. They didn't get it out of the heat. Jamaica is better than we thought they were going to be. Yes. Jamaica is better than they were last year. Blake is a guy who has a ton of experience. He's not going to feel any pressure. I think he's playing with house money. You have Oblique Seville, obviously. Running for you. Great. Yes. I got um, Keen Blake who's going to send you. Wait, send if, me to Jamaica. if they win a goal, but in the four by one, that doesn't count. we send each other? Yeah, we send each other. Yeah, we'll buy each other's okay. tickets. I'm not gotta, buying your kids' tickets. I got to No, yeah, all, all uh, five of my family and all one of you. Uh, what was the seventh part of your question? The seventh part of my question, what is the order for Team USA? Oh, oh. Okay, so, but here's the thing, Gordon. We talked about this last year. We said, after they dropped the baton, let's not even send the top four. Or the t- like, right? Yeah, let's, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's go fourth. Let's go five, six, seven, eight, and then put them in a relay camp for two weeks and then get the stick around. You have one job, yeah. Yeah, so I think if you say it's going to be those three plus Coleman, is that who we're working with? Yeah, but you could... Change it. You could say, no, I want Lyles Michael or, Williams or Lyles or Knighton, Knighton or yeah. Eli Hall. I mean, I think you'd have Coleman uh, lead off. I think you'd probably Curly Curly's on the too. back. Or do you have him on the bend? I don't know. You put Curly and then you end with Bromel and then the bend is Bracey. Bromel and Bracey, they train together. So that final exchange. Yeah, but I think you'd, I mean, depend, I, who do you want like that curve though? I get, in 19, I think Rodgers ran third on the curve, if I'm remembering right. And uh, he's not known as a 200 guy, but he had run some. What if we left. put Lyles on Well, that's, that's what I'm thinking. So if we go Coleman, Curley, Lyles, Bromel? Coleman, Curley, Lyles, Bromel. That's a pretty good team. But well, then what night, Marvin Bracey's going to be like, what the hell? Yeah, yeah. Well, this is this is the issue, right? This yeah. is the issue. You argue about all the, the great runners that you have, and then no one knows who's it going to be, and then you throw it together at the last minute, and then you have a product that's way inferior, more inferior than it should be. Which is like they should name the team at the end of the meet, is that I feel, and they should run the uh, semis and they should run the final, so that way there's some chemistry. Do you think the 200 meter U.S. champion will be on the four by one? I think the 200 meter U.S. champion will be on the four by one. I mean, a better question is, do I think the 200-meter world champion is going to be sure. on the 4 by one Yes, I think that person will find their way on the team. And then they'll take off Bracey. With all of a No, I have no idea. Some, nothing, none of this goes to plan. One of the four U.S. guys is in the 100 is probably not going to have a good meet. It's just, that's, that's just true. how okay. you know, odds work, right? They're not going to all – That's how odds work. So she write that down. They're not all going to have 10 out of 10 races, right? At, at Worlds. I mean, they might. If they go one through four, then it's a really hard decision. And once again, I would not want to be the coach. Just like last year, I would not have wanted to be the coach for the women's four by four. Maybe USA can – we're talking about these waivers that are going out. Maybe USA can petition up two teams. Yeah. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. That will be fun. You need – all you need to do – your first, second, third, fourth, fifth priority is getting the stick around. That's it. Yeah. That's the whole priority. 
right? So you need to pick a team that maximizes that. The speed, even though Jamaica had a great meet today and is going to be a threat, Great Britain, I'm sure, will be solid. They'll have – if everybody runs at their best, the U.S. wins. So you need to figure out a way just to get the little baton around. Did you talk about everything before I talked I about here? everything, bro. Okay. Every, even the field events. Yeah, Valerie Allman yes. gets the win. I Sandy talk, Morris. Talked about it. Ryan Krause. Hit it. Down. Boom. Long jump. Rayvon Gray. I've tried to figure it out. Oh, who, who's going? Because there's like world ranking situations. Did you talk about the men's 100 final? I did not mention the men's 100 or the uh, women's 100. Did you talk about the 400 prelims? Uh, no. Okay. There Do you want me to talk about that no. or no? Okay. No. Do you want me to talk about the 800 prelims? No, I talked about everything. Oh, you really did talk I'm about I'm lying that. about not talking about it. High hurdles? Women's I high hurdles? I did not talk about that. I, I chose to not talk about it because it's early. Out of principle. What's the principle? Because we'll talk what? about it when, well, when, when Johnson it matters. Is good. 1241. Yeah, I picked her to win. Women's steeple? Talk about that? Nothing no, interesting. I, I talked about the steeple. steeple I, I, I banned myself from talking about yeah. steeple. Is this how many people are watching like right now? That number hasn't moved at all. I know. They're it's all – well, never mind. We Someone dropped off. We lost one viewer. Ah, I wish uh, they'd come Call back. a friend. Get our viewer back. Someone get – questions in the chat or do we got to go? I, I don't know. I'm hungry. Yeah. Same. We need to eat dinner. There's going to be – everything's closed. Can you order – here, I'll just do this. You just start ordering food. I'll, what should we order? I'll in the chat, a... what should we order? What should we order in the chat? Options. One for pizza, two for chicken, three for mm -hmm. vegetarian. Well, world record our CR is broken at is it collegiate record? What? What are you looking at? Where? Will world record or CR be broken at Eugene? Um, I mean, you know what? Who's a who could break the world record? Championship record. That's oh, I'm mean. sorry, my brain's fried. In the hundred? Yeah, I. No, 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 no. Sydney said she's going to go for it. Yeah. And we saw how fast she ran with when the hurdles are yeah. in the wrong spot. The hurdles I've checked have been in the right spot for the first two rounds. If the hurdle crew can make sure the hurdles are in the right spot, Sydney, I think, is going to break that world record. That was a extremely ridiculously easy 52 high for her. So we got a lot of twos and ones. So people are thinking pizza and twos is chicken. Chicken. Where are we getting? Bong said three vegetarian. We're not doing vegetarian. I just had to do it to, you know, be inclusive. Um, We're not doing vegetarian. Tommy wants to know Kevin's thoughts on the women's four hundred. So, I mean, it's wide open, right? Like it's yeah. We're uh, still wait. I mean, Diggs. I think it's still going to be a heavy collegiate presence. I mean, Diggs solid. Do you think Felix makes it top three? I don't. I don't think she makes it. Uh, she had a lot of work to do the last hundred. She just basically was like. Uh, if they want me on the team, if I can help out in the relay, like I'll do it. Um, it just, she just, she seems spent, like she's putting everything into this last run here. And that last, that last hundred, she was, I thought that was going to be it. I thought we were witnessing her final race at that moment. And then in the last hundred, she saved it. Not today. She got it. I there. said, yeah, she's extending her career one lap at a time. Yeah. Oh. That was my life. Guys, that's probably uh, true. Mr. Campbell says the pizza in Oregon's trash. Okay. Well, is that true? Is Tracktown Pizza not is it's, overhyped? It's, it's, no, it's, it's not. It's just pizza? It's, it's the, the ambiance. Okay. Ambience. Wait. Uh, Francis says order Jamaican food. Where is there Jamaican food in? We should start a Jamaican. No, we shouldn't start it. No, we don't know anything about that. But there should be a Jamaican food truck at is, Worlds. Yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah. Someone needs to, like, if you're from Jamaica and you're coming to Worlds, you need to just. Get a table, get a cooker, and just start cooking yeah, street yeah. Jamaican food on the in the on the side of the road. It'll All right, awesome. so we got some Jamaican trials. If you are on the start list and don't run, you aren't allowed to run any other event. So she went there oh. so she could run the two hundred. So that's the honest effort rule, which also that should was be not gone. Honest, right? But that should be gone. <laughs> yeah. That's silly. Yeah. That's stupid. So that's like, that doesn't need to be there either. Like that doesn't. And again, then she just. If she knew that, she would have just scratched out of the hundred. So she should have just been able to scratch out of the hundred and then run. Well, maybe she wanted to do one hundred to kind of be like, "Yeah, guys, I'm still here." That's fine. That's fine. But the end result is what we saw on that screen, which is ridiculous. Andrew Smith said McDonald's. I haven't had McDonald's in like three years. Yeah. I, go up I, I remember one time I went to McDonald's. It was yeah. an experience. Yeah. For my body. <laughs> have you been to McDonald's lately? No, they look different inside. It's like you when you think of McDonald's, you think about you eating it when you were eight years old. Yeah, and you think oh, like it's gonna be the same experience, and then you realize it is not the same experience. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we're not gonna do McDonald's, but I will have McDonald's one day. People want to talk about Tina Clayton, ten ninety six. 
Uh, Jamaican U20 record. Jamaican champs, God, I guess. Dang, Jamaica, man. They just, Why did you not talk they, about any of this? They have so many fast women. Jamaica women. It's just like, I mean, Brianna Williams. We aren't even talking about her. She's like incredible. Like they're just. Well, and, and um, oh man, blanking on the name again. Just committed to LSU. Uh, from Heidel. Come on, help me out. Heidel. I'm losing credibility. Yeah, you're losing it. Uh oh. Brianna Liston. Committed to LSU. So she's probably going to win NCAAs in two years and then mm. be going, making world finals in 2025. Yeah. Uh, Khalil says get Domino's that has pizza and chicken. That's a good idea. It's a one and a two. That's that. He's thinking yeah. consistent. That's that's a good idea. You get ones and twos, pizza and chicken, Domino's. Yeah. We, we guys, we got the Clayton time. We keep, people keep posting over and over. We got it. She's <laughs> 17 years old. Yeah. Yeah, she's really good. She broke Brown Williams' record, according to. Yeah, Brown Liston. We got it. We got it. All right. Uh, hold on. Is this is Abigail's comment about Fraser? Apparently, her coach told her to run at least once in the hundred for some more practice, which is why she ran the first heat. Yeah. Okay. Great. Treat it like a diamond league type race. Am I alone here? Did no, you're not alone. I agree. With, I agree with you. She should have been able to run one round and be like, "Hey guys, I'm not running a second round. Just make sure you guys advance the person who I beat yeah. behind me. Yeah. And we'll, we're good. Yeah." Have a little communication. Yeah. I mean, Donovan Brazier, well, what they had seven people in Donovan Brazier's heat for the 800. Yeah. Everyone knew he wasn't running it. So USATF should have been like, hey, Donovan, we know you're leaving. So we're going to let the guy, next guy in. But, you know. Okay. So here's Coleman scratched out of the 100 final. Yeah. And his coach said he's going to run the two. So there's no honest effort thing there. No. Well, we, yeah, at least Cranny scratched the 1500, but she still entered into 5K. You're allowed to scratch in USA's. Honest effort rules not apply. Right, to right, 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 right. I didn't even know. I mean, if what we're hearing from the chat is. Uh... Gordon smells funny? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Do you have a burner account? Yeah, that's me. I don't smell funny. Yeah, I'm not going to tell I'm, people at I'm what not. time you brush your teeth today. That's, that's, that was the second brush. It was after lunch. It was the you second. You brush your teeth twice? I brushed them in the morning and then I had lunch and I was like, I don't want lunch breath at Worlds. I mean, at USA's. Yeah. So I was like, do a second brush. Yeah. Ooh, Samora says Akeem Blake was injured at the end of the 100 tonight. Is this oh, entire chat? That's not good for me. From, from Jamaica? That's amazing. That's not good for me. Jamaica loves USA. What can I say? Yeah. See what I, I did I there? Love, I turned it on them. I turned it. I turned it. I, I, love, it I love Jamaica. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know Honest Effort's NCAAs, but if they're saying that she had to run yeah. the, the 100 to get through the two, that's... Kevin, it's going to be okay. No, there it's was okay. remember um, Olympics McLuffy that one year. People were complaining about yeah, because that's that, yeah, that's a that's a global. It's an honest effort rule applies to World Championships, Olympics, Jamaica. Apparently, does not apply to USATF. I know you're it's like, it applies to this, but then it applies. But that. doesn't apply to USATF. USATF does not have an honest effort rule. Okay, I, I think they may they might have just ended it. And I don't I don't like it. I don't like it. All right, yeah. you like it? No, I. I'm on your side. I'm just explaining why we're in our situation. Okay. I don't like it. Again, Shelly and Fraser Price. This is not about her. Okay. Akeem Blake's not injured. He's just cramps. So we're good. Yeah. You got me worried there. I want to send you to Jamaica. Okay. Someone's going to send us some jerk pork. That would be delicious. I'm hungry. All right. Should we end the show? I think we should. Okay. Uh, top th Oh, top three takeaways. Let's end with that question. Top three takeaways. Go. I mean, Curly is... God King right now. Uh, it's, I don't know what the phrase is. I was trying to make it off the top of my head. No, Curly is that dude. I think he can go faster. I think that's my first take. Curly can run faster. Okay. That's my first takeaway. Second takeaway is... I don't have a second takeaway. It, Curly distracted me. He was too good. Yeah, so the, my first takeaway is the. I think the 100 times are going to be quicker... Than, than we thought, yes. and that would be what we saw in Eugene, but also what we saw yeah. in Kingston. My my second takeaway would be when you look at the the women's hundred, just like how wide open that race is on the U.S. side, domestic. Yes. Obviously, as clear as it looks internationally, with who we think is going to get the medals, it's it's very tight, very close on the women's side, and then McLaughlin putting the war record in play. I didn't, after the first round, I thought eh, maybe with Muhammad not here, she's just going to kind of cruise through. But I think that world record is in play just because she doesn't need competition to run that time, which she proved um, earlier this year in Nashville. 
Those are my three. Yeah, I don't have two and three. I just have one. That's Kirk. Couldn't couldn't get it. I mean, uh, he just ran so good. He gets all three of my takeaways. All right, Patrick says you can't get good Jamaican beef patty in Eugene. So we need to do some research. We have three weeks to find a Jamaican beef patty for Worlds. That's our homework assignment. There's a Jamaica truck in Austin. Yeah, I know. Been there. It's good. I've been there. It's really, really good. Is that by your? Yeah, it's by where she live, right? Is it still around? My, yeah, it's by my old apartment. Okay. I remember going there during the snowstorm. Yeah. I was like, maybe they're open. They were not open. They were not open. Well, the snowstorm was tough. <laughs> uh, no, nothing was open. I know. Uh, what does Gordon think about the 800? Uh, I mean, I think Murphy's going to win. I think Bryce Hopper will get second. And then third, who knows? Mm-hmm. That's what I think is going to happen. Murphy, Hopple, and then who knows? Wide open for that third spot. Yeah, yeah I feel good about those two in some order. All right, done? Good. That's it. Thanks, Colt. Thanks, yeah. everybody in the chat. We'll see you tomorrow. Uh, opinions on Cade Flat? He's fast. Yeah, and we're going to go live at 6 p.m. Central next two days. So Yeah, so there. it's an – hold on. Did you explain? It's an hour later because it's chaos. we got to get the interview, so it's an hour later. But we'll be so live then, 6 p.m. Central. Tomorrow and Sunday. So the meet ends, then there'll be an hour. Yes. And then it's on. We're going live an hour after the meet. So still, can people log on early? Yeah, log chat? on and talk shit to each other in the chat for an hour. <laughs> and then and then we'll come and we'll rehash. We'll settle the arguments after. Okay, perfect. All right. Bye.